It is the three old geezers, and we are back, Steve, along with Ed and Jim. And before we get too far in, and typical geezerdom, we forget to say thank you to our sponsor. So thank you to the good folks at Mentality and Coffee for their support. Ed, Jim, good to see you guys. Good to be here. here. Cold, but good to be here. It is cold. I'm ready for the warm weather. Yeah, I am too. Because you know what warm weather means. Baseball. Baseball, just around the corner. And NBA playoffs. The playoffs, that's right. This year. That's right. They have playoffs every year, Jim. For us. For us. You don't call the play-in game last year playoffs? I did. You considered it that, didn't you? For me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because it made for a wonderful winter. As we as we aspired, as we built as towards we that, aspired yeah. to play in. I I, I kind of wish they hadn't made the play in because I still had this outside hope they would get number one pick and get the win beyond it. Yeah, Man. but hey, they got Chet. They got Chet. Mm-hmm. But for a minute, could you imagine a Victor and Chet pairing? Oh, man, we'd, we'd uh, dominate the NBA. That'd be something. Yeah. Maybe we should empty the roster and trade for him. Could be. Maybe or we'll trade all the, all the future draft picks we got. Yeah. Then we'd probably have the bad luck and he would tear an ACL. Yeah, that's something like that. Mm-hmm. You angry about anything this weekend? I tell you what, I'm annoyed. Uh-oh. I wouldn't say I'm an angry, but you know, I'm getting annoyed at these surveys. Anytime now, I go to the doctor's office, I go to Sam's, I buy something on Amazon, I go to the AT&T store, I get a text the next day, or I get a phone call, tell us what you thought. I got a survey, one to ten on my satisfaction. My satisfaction would be fine if they'd quit annoying me with these surveys. Excellent. I agree. All right, yeah. I, you can they can assume if I'm not complaining, I was satisfied with the service. So you're not big fans of continuous quality improvement, is that what I'm saying? That's what yeah, I don't yeah, I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to be disrupted. Okay. That's why I haven't upgraded my internet. I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to disrupt it. I did. Y'all will be pleased if we have to do another remote broadcast. I am finally getting a new phone. And new phone. Oh, by the way, AT&T, you can drop the check for the endorsement that Ed just gave you a couple of minutes ago. I mean, I'd, we would take them as a sponsor if they want to sign on board. I'm excited you're getting a new phone. I am. Uh, got a text. Get a new Samsung. Get our newest phone. There you go. Turn in your phone, any phone, any series, any condition. That's the deal I've been waiting years for. <laughs> and so, years. I've seen your phone. Listen, listen. I took, I went in there and I showed this guy at the AT&T store my phone. And he looks at it and he starts shaking his head. Well, I don't think you're going to get much of a trade-in for that. And I'm like, no, wait. The offer. Look up the offer. The offer says any condition. Sure enough, he looks up the phone. I mean, yeah, he looks up the offer. Any condition. So now he tells me in amazement. I am going to get a thousand dollar phone for my phone, which is valued at fifty cents. You may have to pay people to take your phone just for the, just for the uh, what do you call it when you get rid of something? The recycling, the recycling, recycling or the uh, yeah, like, tires. like tires or something like that. Yeah, but he told me he says my phone was valued at fifty cents. <laughs> I was actually kind of proud of that. Yeah, you wear wear it like a badge, right? Exactly, you wear it like a badge. Well, you know, here's the other thing I'm annoyed about. Can I get this in? Oh my gosh, yes, please. I was annoyed today when I pick up my newspaper and they're messing with the comics. 
Do not that mess with my comics. Geezer, get off my lawn right there. Yeah, well, come on. If they had surveyed you so that they could have uh, people's opinions, but you don't fill out the survey. Well, I actually cared about that. I might have answered that survey. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm not really upset from what I read. The ones you're getting rid of, I don't care about. But the one thing I don't like is they're relegating shoe to only Sunday. They're taking him out of the daily rotate. I love shoe. She was funny. And she was she was a newspaper boy. You know, Shoe's author died in nineteen eighty three, so you know I don't think that's true, is it? And and now his uh his assistants have been writing it ever since. No, no, no. It's it's AI generated. (laughs) You know what is what is symbolic about them taking Shoe out of the daily rotation and only Sunday? Since he's a newspaper guy or newspaper bird, right. It's symbolic of the whole newspaper industry. Someday your newspaper won't have a daily, and it'll be Sunday only. Yeah, that's coming. Mm-hmm. That's coming. Well, hey, we got some basketball to talk about. Let's set the stage. Heading into this month, we were looking at, what, a 17-game month for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Pretty demanding schedule. Five back-to-backs, I think. And we each pick record for the month, and we're about two-thirds of the way through now. I had them 10-7. and seven. Ed, do you remember what you had them? 11-6. and six. I had them at eleven and six as well. And where are they at today? I forgot. Seven and four. Seven and four. Seven and four. They can still do the eleven and six. Yeah, I think they can get there. I mean, you, you look at. You want to go game by game of the upcoming games and say win or loss? Well, let's do that. Let's do that. But first, we need to talk about that Minnesota game last night. That's a great ball game. Gritty win. Gritty win. Playoff caliber. I mean, yeah. it was it was fun to watch. It's awesome, awesome. You know what I liked about it is they won a game, mainly because of their defense. Yes, sir. That's not how they usually win. They not usually not this iteration. People. Not yeah. this iteration, no. How many points did Minnesota end up scoring in the fourth quarter? 14, I believe. 14. Did not make a three in the fourth. Wow. You know, and Shea comes down in crunch time and hits the big it's shots. That big step back three. You got to love that. And Ant-Man misses three free throws and can't even hit the rim on the third. But let me ask you this: We, I, you know, it looks like we're going to have it locked up. We're going to have what locked up? The three. Oh, the game, taking, the game. Anthony yeah. Edwards taking the three, but Dort rushes in yeah. and makes to me an ill-advised uh, attempt it was. and gets called for the foul. You can't what get you thoughts? can't get that close to him on that that three. I mean, he's running by him and he brushes him and Ant throws out the leg, and of course he's going to get the call. Uh, any contact with a three-point shooter, they're going to call it. You know, it's kind of interesting, though. You remember, was it the Clippers? It was the Clippers game where OKC's making a comeback late in the fourth quarter, and Dort has that three-point shot. He fakes the guy out. I don't remember. It's one of the centers. Runs by him, and Dort jumps into him. Yes. And they called an offensive foul on Dort. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that was the right call. I looked at the replay. and, and Yeah, he and, did it too exaggerated. He should have been more subtle about it. But I'm telling you, if that had been Paul George taking that three or, you know, even Shea or Steph Curry, I bet it would not have been an offensive foul. Because that's, that's the way they ought to call it. I wish the NBA officials would call that more often on offensive players who initiate contact just to get a foul call. And James Harden is the worst. worst. He is the worst at it. He dips that left shoulder of his 
into the chest of the defender, and you know, nine times out of ten, it's a foul on the defender, even though Harden's making the contact. Last night, they they did get a uh, offensive foul call against Minnesota when. Was it Gobert lowered his shoulder? Mm-hmm. Into, and I believe that was late in the game, too, mm-hmm. into our player, and they called offensive foul. Yeah. Well, good right to under the basket. Yeah. That whole road trip, particularly the two games in L.A. and Minnesota, was kind of a taste of what playoff basketball is going to be like. Grind it out. And the refs ate their whistles, and the refs allowed physical play. They sure did, especially in the first quarter. Paul and my wife mm-hmm. and I were watching it together, and we both were like, what and the refs aren't calling anything, and it got really rough. There was, I remember a play in, I believe this was also the Clippers game, where Chad, I mean, uh, Chad is looking up to get a rebound, and one of those Clipper centers comes in and pushes him out of the way. I mean, he didn't push him with his arms, but he just came in and bodied him and just moved Chad out of the position. Now, that really should have been a foul, but refs didn't call mm-hmm. that. The um, the Chet block on Gobert that was overturned. Brilliant. Yeah. You know what I love? Chet's a great player, right? But his his technical merit in the way he protects the rim is really extraordinary. He's almost always straight up and down. He is. He knows if he brings that arm down in it yep. and there's contact, he's going to get a foul call. Yep. I, that's, that's the way they call it. And he is so well coached and – you know, to get that block was a huge play, obviously. Yeah, and I I was a little bit surprised they overturned it until you see the yeah. replay. And it's obvious his hand is on ball, yep. out on top of the ball. Yep, yep. I don't want to go too far because we want to walk through these final six games. But um, if the Jazz keep their roster together, I'm going back to that Thursday night game. I don't know if the two of you watched that Thursday night game. I, I could see – a really competitive Jazz Thunder series in the playoffs. I mean, I like Markinen a lot. He's a great player. Sexton's a good player. That was just a fun basketball game. Yeah, and, you know, it's interesting you mentioned Markinen because I just read a story during the week, you know, talking speculation about where Markinen is going to land, and the Thunder is – a landing spot a lot of people are talking about that he may end up with. Yep. And I think he'd be a good fit. He would be a good fit. He's a great player. But, um, you know, the Jazz were hot heading into that game. They had a six-game winning streak, and we ended it on their floor. And then to go to the number one in the West against the Wolves, quality win. This team's rolling. Yeah. The worst game, I thought, of the four-game road trip they just came off of, the first game against the Lakers. I did not think they played well. I thought they got pushed around. I actually think they played much better the next night against the Clippers, and I think the Clippers just won that game. Yeah. Paul George took over that game in the last three minutes. Mm-hmm. I thought we were going to win that game until Paul George happened. Yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes you get beat. This is the NBA. Mm-hmm. Even the worst teams have really good players. Yep. And in a game like that against some of these, I think we, yeah, we only play the Clips three times. Mm-hmm. We won that first game so decisively, and they come back to our place uh, for the third game. Clips, I'm sure, know they needed that one because yeah. it's it's about your tiebreakers. You have to be concerned about tiebreakers, and well, they needed that game. Yeah, and I think the Thunder are getting everybody's best shot now. Yeah, no doubt about it. 
All right, let's walk through these final six. And then Jim has been seething at player grades uh, that were recently handed out by a local publication. So we're going to let Jim wade into those. But let's walk through these real quick. Six games left in the month. I had the Thunder 10-7. and seven. Jim and Ed had them 11-6. and six. Portland at home. That's a W. Yeah, that's got to be a W. Easy. Okay. If, they, if that's not a W, that's the worst loss of the year. On the road at the Spurs on Wednesday, that's a back-to-back. Should be a W. Yeah, I'm going to go W, too. I'll go W. On the road at New Orleans. I have to go with a loss. Uh, how, how are the Pelicans playing? Really well. Yeah, is, is Zion healthy right now? Yes. Mm, yeah, that'll be tough. That'll probably be an L. I'm going to take the win there. Oh, good. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the win on that one. I just I think with a night off, I think they will want to go and didn't we gave one up we gave one up at home to the uh, New Orleans early in the season. We will want that one back. I wouldn't be surprised they an L at San Antonio with them at W at New Orleans. Maybe, yeah. So, I mean, it's just tough to play back to back. Yeah, it is. Uh, okay, so now then we go to Detroit on Sunday. W. W. Okay, I'll take the W there. Then back home, back to back against those same Wolves. Uh, they play right after the Detroit game? Mm-hmm. They got to fly back and play them? Mm-hmm. What about Minnesota? Are they playing the night before? I have not seen their schedule. I'm going – I'll go I'll go L. I'll go L. I'm taking the loss there as well. Mm-hmm. All right, and then on the 31st, Home against the Nugs. Ooh, Nugs are going to be fired up for that one. Well, again, talking about the tiebreaker, we win that one. We win the season series I'm against the Nugs. I'm going to show Nugs. confidence in the boys and take a W on that. How many um, can I? How many can we? <laughs> how many L's do we? Ha- are are you and I allowed? Uh, uh, only three more. Two more. Only yeah. two more. Yeah. And we're at our two. Oh. Yeah. I'll go with a W. I'm going to take the loss there as well. All right. We've called it. We'll come back and revisit that. All right, Ed. Our Jim has been seething. Yes. He has brought this up many times. And by the way, I hope our mics are sensitive enough. I, That's newsprint. That is. I, I picked up my paper. This was Thursday. Okay. Let's hear and it. And it was uh, the season was just half over. And one of my favorite writers, Joe Masato, yes, gave his half half season grades, and I agreed with Molly Gates. Uh, hold Shay. on, b- before you do this, Masato and Lorenzi, the new beat writer, right. are doing a really nice job. I I think they've got a good team. Okay. Before before Jim trashes the ratings, I just <laughs> wanted to say I, that I, I think I like Masato's uh, stuff, but he I like he gave. Uh, Shay, an A-plus, you can't go wrong. Chet, an A-plus, yes. Jalen Williams, San Diego J. Santa Clara. Santa Clara, sorry. Mm-hmm. An A-plus. Lou Dort, a B-plus. Isaiah Joe, my man from my hometown, Fort Smith, B-plus. I'm good with all this, but and then I get down to Josh Giddy, a C-minus. A C minus? Do you guys? He's played way over a C minus. Well, I wouldn't say way over, but I would. I would give him at least a C. You're grading 41 games. It has just been in the last 10 
that he has been asserting himself. I had no issue with the C minus. B minus at the worst. You know, a B minus. You know what I think the reason they gave C plus. I the think best. his the uh, allegations against him, which probably weighed in on his. Would have to you would think. Okay. But you know, hey, speaking of Giddy, I was shocked when uh, you know I watched that Minnesota game, and then I see like the numbers for the individual stats come across my screen. Uh-huh. He had 18 rebounds in that game? No, that had to be a misprint. Okay. Keep going. Okay. I'm going to come back and revisit yeah, that, that stat. Yeah. Okay. Now, the the grade that I really, really take issue with, down near the, the next to last, Jalen Williams from Fort Smith, he gives him a D. The same thing he gives Poku a D. He gives Jalen Williams He's way above. I'd give him a C plus at the worst. Uh, he he gave him a worse a worse grade than Chang, a worse grade than Mitchick, a worse grade than Olivier Sar, <laughs> Bertans. Well, Jalen, Jalen, this is this is outlandish. Oh man, he's going. I have never heard such ire. I agree with you. I think it's harsh on Jalen because he hadn't played a lot. In fact, the way the team is played, I wouldn't give anybody on that roster a failing grade. I would give the guys who don't play or don't play much kind of an eye for right, incomplete. Right. But you but know, he plays. He plays enough that we he we has contributed. What he can do he he can hit the three sometimes. He he fills space, and you know he plays in big moments. He contributed he last, last night. night. Yes, and you give him a D minus. Well, somebody's got to get a failing grade. I guess the paper just got thrown across the room. <laughs> are, uh, are you stopping your print pick, subscription, Joe, Joe? If you listen to this, don't pick on the Fort Smith boys. That, that's that's right. the moral of this story. Yes. Now I'm not doing it just because. He's from Fort Smith, although it may play a little bit into my You can give Poku all the Ds you want, but not Jalen Williams. Hey, can I throw out one more thing? No, oh, sir. Not basketball related, related. Fort Smith, my hometown, not very far from here, 200 miles, yeah. is getting an independent baseball team this summer in the new Mid-America League. They just named the team. They're going to be called the Marshals. Very appropriate. And Ed has some thoughts for them. Well, I just said I love the name Marshalls, and I think that uh, an eye patch ought to be part of the uniform, mandatory. That's right. Everybody out in the field got to wear an eye patch. Rooster, Rooster Cogburn on the exactly on the patch. Exactly. All right. That's far I'm too sorry. much excitement. Just, that's all I have. Oh, that, that would that'd be that'd be a great promotion. Yeah, yeah. They should, you know, maybe they should hire me to be like their media guy. Well, you have had some great ideas for our own. That's Oklahoma right. City baseball team. Yeah. Baseball club. Baseball club. Club. That they have not embraced. He has had some good good ideas. Well, I, I, I like what the Tulsa Club does, like when they have Noodlers weekend and mm-hmm. they and they're the Tulsa Noodlers. Right. They sell so much merchandise. I know because I bought a lot myself. Mm-hmm. Hey, is uh, a few weeks ago we talked about your blog post on the dot race. Yes. Well, I have news on that. I think say I think there's a rumor. <laughs> Hand there, goes up again. I know it. <laughs> there is. Um, this is uh, made more than a rumor. I heard from Larry Newman, the guy who created the dot race. Yep. That since my blog post came out, the dot the Oklahoma City Baseball Club 
They called him and asked him if he would come in this summer, redo the dot race or rewrite it or show them how to rewrite it. And they plan to have the dot race at least once a week when they play as the 89ers throughout the summer. Yeah. How about that? That's going to be cool. Yes. I think that'll be fun. Hey, go ahead, Dad. Well, I was just going to say, Jim is making a difference. He's influence. He's he an is, influencer. He is an influencer. And since your blog is making getting things done, would you write a blog about Brahms and get them to serve breakfast all day and not stop at 1030? Because I would like to have biscuits and gravy later in the day sometimes. Mm -hmm. Breakfast for supper. Do that for me, will you? Go to work on that. Uh, yeah, we'll look at it. <laughs> hey, because you're an influencer, look at you just sitting over there smugly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you are an influencer. By the way, let the record state that Jim downloaded TikTok this week on his phone. So Jim is now the owner of a TikTok account. Here's what I wanted to say, Jim. I think that's really cool. And congratulations that your blog has created what will be a really fun opportunity. Um, it would be fun if we could coordinate that and have a geezer's night at the ballpark. Oh, that would be awesome. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I know. So here's the deal. If you're one of the two people who listens to this podcast, hi, Lisa. If you're one of the two people who listens to this podcast. Hi, Linda. There you go. That's our two. So we know where Paula stands on this thing we're doing. If you're one of the people who listens to this podcast and you would be interested in coming out to a geezer's night at the ballpark, drop a note in our social media. Yes, we have it. Drop a note in our social media. And if enough people say yes, we will try to do a geezer's night at the ballpark. What does that entail? Well, I don't know. If it's four of us, that's pretty easy to pull off. Mm -hmm. Well, there's going to have to be popcorn. I'll have popcorn and peanuts. Okay, popcorn and peanuts and a dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, brought. Yeah. I love that. What is it? Is that Smoking Joe? Or what is that called? Uh, Old Smoky Joe. It's Smoky. Smoky yeah, something. Yeah. 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 The, with the, foot long brought. Foot yeah. long brought with grilled yeah. peppers and onions. You know, I had last time you and I were out. I don't know. The next day, I will. Oh, I love that. Bro. Well, that's because you were chasing one of those one of those bat sized beers. Is what you were doing. Was that was that was that Keystone Light or Miller Light? Which were you going with, Jim? I had bitter beer, but taste, taste. <laughs> we should get the Dodgers to do like a geezer's night promotion. Yes, I think that'd be great. Everybody over 60, 60. You've got the connections. I've got the connections. Well, someone has. You've got the connections, someone Jim. Has. You've got a ticket connection to the Thunder. You're all over the place. You're, you're getting things changed. I think he actually pays for the tickets for the baseball club, unlike the Thunder. All right, but hey, this was the right segue to what our closing question of the night was, right? Which is, um, as we're recording the, the final two playoff games, the divisional round are occurring, that means we're getting closer to the Super Bowl. So here was the question I wanted to close us out with. What is your favorite go-to snack item when you're watching a football game at home, when you're having a household football party, Super Bowl watch party, whatever it might be. Well, Jim and I, our friend Don Mikoy, who was a guest geezer, what, two weeks ago yep, yep. on the podcast, he normally throws a Super Bowl party every year, and he makes a big pot of taco soup. Nice. I love taco soup, and he does quite a good job. Uh and so, and the other thing I would mention, I love Rotel when you add ground beef or sausage to it. Mm -hmm. So those are my two. I have to go with Little Smokies. 
and they're barbecue tough to, sauce. They're tough to beat, aren't yeah, they? they little they're smokies and barbecue sauce, awesome. I mean, they are tough to beat. We've done several, and, and, and my wife, hi again, Lisa, she makes a taco platter dip. It's like seven-layered dip, and that's always a big thing with her. I'm not really a big fan. I, 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 could, do, I could do without that. I think what I'm going to go with for my favorite watch party is just a good bowl of chili. Just, yeah, that's good. That's similar to taco soup. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's just a good hearty bowl of chili. Maybe you put it over some Fritos. Maybe you well, you combine that. your Rotel and you make a, you know, fantastic. Maybe right? uh, a few dashes of Tabasco in it. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, something a little, give it a little bit more edge. Yeah, I got to have a little kick. Yeah. All right, guys, preparing to sign off. Any, any sign off messages that's on your mind? Uh, not Jim, you. I don't have no, anything. No, I've got my rant out of the way. I. You know, uh, Jay Will deserves a much higher grade. You know, yeah, you're big Jay. You're big Jay Will fan. I am. I am. I like him too. Mm-hmm. He is. Um, he's a very, yeah, d- way too low. He he do- he does the things he needs to do. He's never going to be a superstar. He does the things he needs to do. He is Jim's new Mike Muscala. That's ex- that's a great point. And he's, when he's traded in at the end, in mid February, you're going to hear a lot of howling. Yeah, I'm sure we will. He is a fan favorite, I think. Well, at least in our house. Yeah. He uh, he has certainly become an internet thing. That little uh, after after Giddy Euro step the other night. Did you see that the video of? of oh, okay. I don't see it. That's uh, because your phone probably can't download oh, yeah, it. That's probably know. the reason, but. Uh, he, uh, he is definitely a character leader on the team. All right. Well, Avery at Mentality, thank you for helping us out by helping us with some of our expenses. And if you're out there, drop us a note on social media. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Adios.